0: Welcome to another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now. You have Alex and Steven on talking about Game 5 of the NBA Finals. that was on Saturday and what to expect for Game 6 of the NBA Finals. That's tomorrow. But first, I want to start off with the question that I just asked you, Stephen. Did you watch Space Jam 2, and what were your thoughts on it?
1: I watched Space Jam 2. Um, the story I thought was lame, but it's for little kids. So I also have to take that in, into consideration, you know, that, that the movie is for little kids. Um, uh, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, and there's a certain Michael Jordan joke in the movie that I really love. So I don't want to ruin it for people, but, you know, who haven't seen it, but uh there's a funny Michael Jordan joke in there. and uh um, I don't think
0: we're ruining it for anyone. It's not like uh, Game of Thrones. Like, okay, oh, Ned Stark like gets killed in episode nine.
1: <laughs> it's not like a masterpiece or anything. No. It, but it was a good joke. They said, we got Michael Jordan, and then who comes out but Michael B. Jordan? Well, can I
0: just say something interesting about that, Stephen? The amount of disappointment. I thought it was going to be, like, legit Michael Jordan. I'm like, this would be... I.
1: Maybe I, I was just dumb. Like, this would be the coolest be thing
0: B. in the world. Like, oh, my God. Like, you guys kept this a secret and nobody knew about it until they watched it. And then it was Michael I'm Like, uh, super deflated. LOL. I, I get yeah, what you guys did Yeah, but
1: I thought it was funny. And so did it my was friend funny. Jeff. Yeah, we thought that was funny. I thought it was, it, it was better than the first one. <laughs> oh, but, wow. Really?
0: Um, I thought it was... The story, I thought the story from the first one was so much better. That one it was so easy for me to wrap my head around where it was, oh, these aliens want to play basketball. So they steal these other people's talent. Um, I like
1: the the name that they uh, gave the, um, the team in the first one was so much more creative than the Goon Squad. The Monstars. Yeah, the monsters well, was so much better.
0: That was what was weird too. Is I felt like Clay Thompson, uh, so all of the basketball players, Dame Dameillard, etc. They felt more like villains than Charles Barkley and Muggsy Bogues did because their talent was stolen from them. And I didn't fully yeah. understand what happened. Like, did were those just players that they create? Anyways, we don't need to talk too much about Space Jam uh, yeah, and all I of know, the different it, pitfalls. I, but I thought it was a great intro. It's
1: like it's one of those movies where you don't want to overthink it, you know.
0: Yep. Um, anyways, but uh, to to real basketball and things that are going on, that was a. Uh, I can't say oh, that by I was the surprised. Way, the but...
1: worst, the worst bad guy, the worst villain name ever is Algie Rhythm.
0: Yeah, they were really they really uh, stretched stretched on that one.
1: Yeah, I was like, what the heck? Anyway, it just it was a lame name. Anyway, I I didn't like the names that they had. The Goon Squad. I I would have stuck with the Monstars, you know, stuff like that. Anyway, also,
0: I don't I don't remember I think Michael Jordan wasn't a good actor, but I thought LeBron James was good at acting until this movie. Like it was No. LeBron Terrible. James, is a
1: basketball player who has appeared in movies. Holy movie. cow.
0: Well, because he was in like Trainwreck or some movie like that, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, I didn't watch Trainwreck," but I was like, "Oh, that was well, he did great in it.
1: Trainwreck." But okay, like that wasn't that wasn't that hard because
0: it was like, just a couple like, scenes. He's not carrying yeah, the movie. He
1: really, he really just kind of. Uh, I think they do a good job letting him kind of be himself, you know.
0: Which so uh, he
1: didn't really so he didn't really have to act in that one I think he has to do more acting in this space jam movie
0: yeah he struggled but speaking of struggling chris paul and the and the phoenix suns devin booker not struggling at all but
1: by the way that's almost always true that uh like athletes
0: oh, come on steven i just did a transition athletes. to the, the to the playoffs and you want to go back to space jam too i've i've done two i've done two transitions to the actual basketball you keep going back to space jam sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> that is going. pretty traditional that actors are bad or that athletes are bad at acting like can we talk about
1: the phoenix Suns okay, and okay all, right, <laughs> all right all right keep go go on go on
0: uh, uh, I shouldn't have brought it up. It's my own fault, Stephen. I shouldn't have brought up space jam, but the the game was. I watched every minute as as I have been throughout these playoffs, and I, I hate to sound just like everybody else who's talking right now, but uh, the Bucks are going to win, barring some cataclysmic cataclysmic uh, event happening that doesn't allow the finals to to end. I don't know what 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 is Phoenix. Phoenix pull out of its bag of tricks because they have been just
1: at this point, figured out at this point. It seems as though, um, Milwaukee is going to win. I think just because they are playing harder, they're playing with more effort, you know?
0: Uh, because they're down 16 at the end of, at the end of the first quarter. And as usual, the the normal response is like, yeah, they they can just go on a, just hit five threes down by one. And that's what they did.
1: Phoenix. The the thing about it is Chris Paul will help a team build a lead. Right. But what I have noticed about uh, Chris Paul teams is his teams can usually jump on teams really well. But they don't always hold the lead that well, you know. They relax.
0: Do you not? Well, do you not feel like that's just a common characteristic of like the modern day NBA? Like,
1: no, Hawks, I don't. The Hawks and Bucks series teams, felt very similar to this one. Um, some teams play with the lead better than other teams, you know. Man, because I don't. And that that is that is a skill in basketball. Uh, that is that is a, a skill for teams to have knowing how to play with the lead. Right. Man. And because knowing how to, just cause we've got a big lead, we can't let up. You Are know? there some
0: examples of teams that fit that mold that you're describing though? I feel like every team at some point loses a lead. Like,
1: yeah, but I feel like
0: there's no team that's um, like, Oh, they're up by 10. No one, no one's coming back against them. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but usually if a good defensive team, like if you get a really good defensive team that gets a a big lead on a team, it's hard to come back on them, you know, because it's hard to score on a good defensive team. So what are the things that you going into this game
0: you're liking for the Phoenix Suns apart from win or go home?
1: Well, I thought that Chris Paul was going to have a big game, and he did have a big game. Uh, Devin Booker uh, did a good job backing him up, but DeAndre Ayton kind of disappeared there in the second half, I felt.
0: He's been struggling to score. He did really well and got a bunch of rebounds in game four. Yeah. Dude, my, he was 20 and 10.
1: Pointed, my buddy pointed out that in the last game, I think it was, he was 7 for 12. But And I was like, that's efficient. But 12 shots is not enough shots for him to take. He's got to take more shots than that. Maybe you can double check that. But my friend said he was 7 for 12. And, and that's efficient. But he's got to get more touches. And he's got to get up more shots you know the, the only person
0: because, with a plus a double digit plus minus was devin booker in last game he was plus 12 when he was on the court and then everyone else was below that with cam johnson at the low of minus 19
1: yeah but chris paul kicks some major butt it's just that he can't do everything you know um he he needs you know he needs the other guys to to fall in line, you know, and do what they're supposed to do. Yeah, because
0: he didn't have many. He only had a turnover, and like there really wasn't that many turnover problems in general for
1: and Chris the Paul. Team, Chris Paul does a very good job taking care of the ball. There were some possessions where I felt like Phoenix played really good defense on multiple possessions, and they and uh Milwaukee still made shots um uh Phoenix i think uh is doing a good job uh doing a pretty good job of uh keeping the ball out of the paint you know how do the um, suns
0: like here's what's good about watching the game as i'm looking at these the, the box score my yeah. question would be not watching the game, would be like, How did the Suns lose this? How'd the Sun lose this game? 13 of 19 from three. That's insane. 68%. Yeah,
1: that's crazy. They made 13 threes out of 19.
0: They had three fewer turnovers than the Bucks. They had made one more free throw and they only lost the rebound battle by two points or by two rebounds.
1: Well, but look at what they lost the game by four points.
0: Man, that 13, you like know, that 13 but, for but 19. You get my
1: point. You get my point there?
0: Man, I'm just trying to see where that's they lost.
1: No, I that's, know, that's, but like
0: it felt like the Suns were kicking butt the entire game until, no, it's just that second quarter, I guess, is when they lost.
1: Yeah, all. because the first half, they were killing it. The first half, Phoenix was killing it, and they were up by 16 points at one point. And then the second half, uh, Milwaukee came back, you know. And then uh, uh, Phoenix was kind of playing from behind. But I thought Chris Paul did a really good job setting the table for people. He did a really good job trying to close the game out. And I think he had like 20 points and like 11 assists, right? Mm -hmm. And he he at one point cut the game to one at the end of the game. He cut it the their Milwaukee's lead to one, but they weren't able to complete uh, the comeback, you know, but I think uh, there, the other guys, particularly Aiton needed to step up in that game. You know, Devin Booker did a good job. Aiton, uh, needs to step up though. And, um, I've really liked Crowder's performance. Um, and, but Aiton, I think had a good first half and not such a good second one, you know,
0: bench, it's the bench. Like, I know that you're like trying to to say that it's Aiton, I don't know, like, what else Aiton could have done to win them this game. I guess be more aggressive and better at defense. It seems like everyone. Needs well, to
1: be what at that. I what I think it is what he should what should happen for him is he needs to get more touches and he needs to get more shots up. They need him to be more aggressive scoring the ball.
0: Yeah, but then you take away from Devin Booker. I guess you do. Well, Devin Booker's out. Um,
1: well, no, you can have. You can have – but you can have, I think, Chris Paul setting the table for for Aiton and Booker, you know. And and then at the end of the game, I thought they didn't give Chris Paul the ball enough, personally. There, he should have gotten the ball in that last, like, uh, just over a minute, I think, of the game. Chris Paul should have gotten the ball more. They should have gotten it to him sooner and more, you know? Um, I think Chris Paul did everything he could do. And uh, not to take credit away from the Bucks because they played a very good game. Giannis was awesome. Uh, and uh, my buddy pointed out that Drew Holiday was played played amazing on both ends you know so i want to give credit uh to milwaukee for playing well but phoenix also let took their foot off the gas when they had a big lead you know
0: yeah and really that second quarter starting off with uh Conaton and i think middleton hitting on a couple oh, of Conton was
1: on fire yeah
0: yeah, it's I, I think I'm if I was going to ascribe blame, I would be more inclined to put the blame on Phoenix's bench being outplayed by the Milwaukee Bucks bench.
1: I just think that Ayton Aiton didn't exactly, you know, I guess like
0: like Tory Craig, he, you gotta shoot better than one for four, bud.
1: Yeah, Cameron but, Payne, you
0: got to be better than three for seven, especially if Pat Connaughton scoring 12 points, 14 with the free throws. Like,
1: Yeah, he was Connaughton. I, it must have been four threes, though, you know. Yeah,
0: it was four three. He was four for six.
1: He was amazing shooting the ball, and he actually played really good defense. Connaughton played well yesterday, but I, I felt that uh, Aiton wasn't assertive enough. Uh, offensively like he needed to demand the ball, get it and go to work, you know, and, and get a lot of shots up. I don't think they're going to win the championship with him taking 12 shots in the game.
0: I want to ask a question that I asked last week, Stephen, just to see if your opinions change at all. I think there's been a very fun and entertaining finals, but do you think that this is the worst the worst NBA finals champion of the la- of the century so 2000 to now
1: of the century of the century um
0: that's just 20 years right 21 years
1: well um well but of the century would be of the last 100 years
0: well sorry of the of the 21st century there you go so the 2000s.
1: Okay, of the, of the 21st century, right, of this century.
0: Of this century, yeah.
1: Um, Okay, well, let me think a little bit. But, well, I'll uh, start naming
0: some. So you have the Lakers, the Pistons yeah. in 04, and then 03 was the Spurs, and then the Spurs, the Heat, and then you, ha- then you go into the Spurs again, beating the Cavs. Then it's Celtics, Lakers, Lakers. I um, mean, then my mission happens. So it's Mavs, Heat, Heat, Spurs, and just, then what's after I, that? Golden here's the, State here's
1: my thing. Here's Cavs, my Golden thing. State, Golden
0: State, Toronto. Like it's between it's between Toronto. Toronto might be the only other one. This is like because I'm looking like Jeff Teague is playing NBA Finals minutes. Tory yeah. Craig has played NBA and Cameron Payne. Like, and then looking at the rest of their bench, I'm like, and that's all that they have. There's no one else that should be playing. That should be playing basketball. <laughs>
1: <laughs> on yeah, these rosters. Well, well it, I I I don't know if they I, I'm not sure if they're the worst if this will be the worst NBA champion ever. No, not ever. Know? No,
0: no, no. Oh, the the I mean, Spurs won in 1999.
1: Of course, in the 21st century though, like, you know, uh like what you're saying, even of the 21st century, I'm not sure they're the worst one. Um uh, that one, that's hard for me to say. Um, there have been worse uh teams that made the finals, I think.
0: Oh, absolutely. You the know? 2007 Cavs.
1: Oh, yeah. They were garbage. Yeah. That 2007 Cavs team was, was.
0: LeBron and Zydrunas Augustus. It was all
1: LeBron. It was all LeBron. Like, he had a good defensive team around him. But, like they weren't very good, so and I think that's the only reason uh LeBron's team wasn't competitive against the Spurs that season in the finals um but uh no i can't think I can't think of a of a team that I was like really disappointed, you know. Like,
0: I mean, but here's the weird thing, though. I go back to this has been a much more entertaining finals. Like this is better than 2017. This has been a better finals than that. Oh, yes.
1: This is definitely better than than almost all of the Cavs and Warriors Warriors matchups.
0: Except except the one that the Cavs won. That was a really great. Yeah, the
1: one the Cavs (laughs) won was exciting. Uh, The other ones weren't, you know, to me,
0: especially the KD too
1: yeah yeah um
0: so I am happy about that like I'm glad that it's not just like all right cool it is the Lakers at full power uh just destroying uh, yeah. <laughs> destroying the bucks well,
1: what I what I like is I thought the that Phoenix was gonna make easy work of the bucks. I thought wh- whoever made it out of the West, was gonna make easy work of the Bucks, and uh, um, not because they don't play hard, but just because they don't always play the way they should play, uh, style wise, you know. Yeah. And and uh, like the Bucks, to their credit, have been a really like I've been playing really scrappy and playing really hard, you know? So kudos to them,
0: man. um, Cause I honestly, after those first two, ga- first two games, I was convinced that Phoenix is going to win. And then it's exactly what you said, Steven, for whatever yeah. reason, the heart of the bucks just seems much stronger oh, than yeah. the heart of the Suns right now. And I don't know well, exactly what bucks- happened but they're the bucks, just playing so much harder
1: the bucks are playing with so much more heart like uh i think phoenix belongs but they're not playing as hard as milwaukee you know like, like so what what if you're you're monty williams
0: what are you telling the suns how how are you winning this game
1: play 48 minutes is what i'm telling them like don't like don't relax when we get a lead cuz we know we can get a big lead and play 48 minutes that's what that means you know okay. don't let up
0: it's essentially uh john creese's line in the karate kid 1 put them out of commission you gotta put yeah. your put your hands around the throat and straggle the
1: life out of them.
0: Uh, you can't just. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I
1: don't like know why I'm getting say, so violent
0: right now with my analogy. It's like
1: I heard Kobe say in the finals uh, one year. I think it was 2009. They were playing uh, the Magic, Magic and uh, yeah, and he said, "Hey, no mercy!" Right, and he's right. Because he and Derek Fisher were talking about, he was ta- Kobe said no mercy, but Derek Fisher, they won a game and Derek Fisher was telling the team, hey, when we come back here, the next game for the closeout game, same fight, same energy, same everything. Because they're not going to quit. You don't get this far and quit, you know? And so it's like, I think, The speech to Phoenix uh, by Monty Williams needs to be, y'all need to play for 48 minutes, you know? Um, That's what I would say. Play Like, make sure you play your butt off for the whole game. Uh,
0: If, this is my bold prediction. If DeAndre Ayton has 20 or more rebounds, the Suns will win. The Suns will win game six. If he does not, they will lose.
1: (laughs) If he has 20 rebounds, they'll probably. But on the flip side, if he has
0: 19 or fewer, they will lose.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's a pretty safe bet. If he reaches 20, there's a really good chance that they'll win the game. If he reaches 20 rebounds, like because if he's dominating to that extent, Like that probably means they can't do anything with them on the boards. You
0: know? Yeah. I don't know. Like apart from what you said, I don't know what I would say if I was money. When I know what I'd say, if I was coach bud, like we know what got us here, Chris and drew, it takes you guys a little while to get hot. Um, Let's ride drew at the start because you played very well last game. And then Chris, for some reason you don't show up until second, third and fourth quarter. That's fine. Drew. Let's see if you have it. If you don't. All right. Giannis, we need, we need 30 points from you in the first quarter. And then, uh, and then Chris, yeah. Chris and Drew can take it from there.
1: <laughs> I would, if I was, if I was Budenholzer, I would be praising the team for their effort and energy level. Right. Like, because they, they have been playing with so much energy and effort. It's like, cool to watch and i i have been rooting for phoenix in this series but i can't help i can't help but uh respect their hustle so you know quite literally i respect
0: can't the bucks hustle right
1: yeah i'm saying like
0: they play so hard
1: they the the bucks uh you know there's that the song can't knock the hustle well, I can't knock uh, uh, the the hustle of the the Milwaukee Bucks. They're they're they those guys will dive on the floor. They play with so much energy, you know. And so they they don't always play the smartest brand of basketball, but you can you can rest assured they're gonna bring the energy, you know. Love it.
0: What other uh, any other any other thoughts on the finals before we switch gears to other uh, basketball related topics for the last couple of minutes?
1: Sure. Um, uh, I think uh, since this has been an effort uh, series so far, the team that puts forth the best effort wins the game, usually in this series, you know, Um I feel that uh, this series will be decided with, uh, as with a lot of final series, this series will be decided by which team defends better and gets more rebounds anyway.
0: Yep. Um, The only other basketball subject that I wanted to get your opinion on is should we panic about Team USA?
1: Well, um, I don't think so. I think they, I think they uh, should be concerned about losing to Nigeria. But like, I watched a, a, a story about Nigeria, the Nigerian basketball team, on like. ABC World News or something, right? Mm-hmm. And uh they they did a story on that team, and apparently that team has got some really good players. uh They've got uh, quite a few players from the like Fresno area, I think. So it's a random
0: spot for Nigerians to come from from Fresno. I thought they were from Nigeria.
1: <laughs> well, but like. Sergi Baca played for Spain in the Olympics and he's not from Spain. Sergi Baca played for Spain? He did. Um uh and they won like a silver medal. Uh oh, yeah. sure. how how, how all does you that... have to have his citizenship in the country that you're playing for. As long as you were born there, it looks like he was born in the republic. Uh, no, I think, it's, no, it's you just, have yeah, to, you're right. You
0: just have to because he is a Congolese Spanish, he has Spanish, interesting,
1: right? But he's not from Spain, right? Yeah, he
0: was born in the Congo, but then went and got citizenship in Spain. You're spot on,
1: yeah, don't know how I feel um, about that, but like, apparently, there's a lot of American or at least people that spend a lot of time in America, uh, and in particular, a few players from the Fresno area that are on that team. Interesting. So they have American players on their team. So I'm not that surprised that they beat our team, you know?
0: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of church ball. (laughs) Uh, Where like you'd go and try to get as many ringers as possible to come play with you, like in tournaments. That's what it feels like a little bit because it's like, uh, he, Sergio Bogs like I don't want to play play with uh, the Congo. Uh, so if I yeah. could just play for uh, Team Spain, that'd be great. And honestly, I don't know exactly the story of how he got there. So maybe there's like a really sad story and why he right. got Spanish citizenship. So I want to be careful of making too much fun of it. But that doesn't seem. Uh-huh. Eh, you want to know what? Spain,
1: hey, Olympics Spain don't matter. <laughs> yes, yeah, you guys can ha- have, have
0: all the gold medals you want. It does, it does not impact my life at all.
1: No, I mean, I, I, I love watching USA basketball. You know, I love watching USA Olympic basketball, but like we lost a game to a team that was actually pretty good, apparently. Yeah. So I don't feel, you know, I'm not that embarrassed by it.
0: Neither and neither am I. I wasn't playing, so there's no reason for me to be embarrassed. The, if anyone needs to be embarrassed, it's the people who uh
1: actually who, were in who the lost. arena, so to yeah. speak. I was I couldn't play. Uh
0: no, but,
1: but I mean in the arena, like the poem. The poem? The man in the arena. I don't know what that is. Okay, the man in the arena is by um uh what the heck is theodore roosevelt right
0: sure yep yep teddy yep
1: and uh uh the man in the arena is about um i could probably just read it and people would know
0: exactly what it's about instead of you explaining it
1: (laughs) just get this is a very it's a very short
0: it's a very short poem (laughs) It is not really? the critic who counts, not the main, the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if he falls, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. It's a good one. I'm glad that good, good introduction to that, Stephen. I like that. It's a good, yeah. uh, it's a good one.
1: Yeah. Uh, I love that poem because I think it's so true. Like I think about sports pundits and different people, talking about different things, you know, uh, that where, where it's like, it, there are certain things where if you're not the man in the arena, so to speak, you don't know what you're talking about, yeah. you know? And, and the person actually doing the thing, playing the sport, doing that particular job, like, deserves credit for actually being in the arena doing it you but Stephen,
0: can i pose a question for you about this can i criticize can i criticize team usa basketball even though i never played team usa basketball i play i've played organized basketball before in high school um
1: of course, of course, so, but I'm just saying. Well, no, no, no. All I, I'm saying is, I'm not is, trying to
0: justify my criticism. I'm just wondering if there are certain because maybe I could have played in the NBA. I doubt it. All,
1: all I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this. I'm not saying they're beyond criticism or or anything. Just because they're the best at what they do, no one's beyond criticism. But but um, like. I'm just saying it is, I think, important a lot of times uh, a a good thing for people to realize who is in the arena and who isn't, you know, and that to give the person in the arena credit for, for, you know, the blood, sweat and tears that they have to, that they, their blood, sweat and tears, you know awesome
0: i think that's a great way to end the podcast uh, everyone go out and get into your arena and achieve uh, achieve the greatness that that you want to there whether that be
1: get your hands dirty yeah. achieving
0: failure or achieving victory at least you've achieved awesome. yes and the next time that we have something that we want to talk about we hope you give it a listen
1: We hope you stay for a while Give us one more chance to
0: change your mind